Good morning. Today is the sixth day of Adar, 5783, corresponding to Monday, February 27th, 2023. We are going to be going through chapter 30 today, looking at the learning for the third and fourth of Adar, and we'll uh, most likely catch up within the next day or two to the daily learning again. So chapter 30 continues the discussion with regards to the person who's dealing with a dullness of their heart, this Tim Tumalev. Um, and the Alter Rebbe says something very fascinating. At the beginning, he says that an individual should set his heart to fulfill the following notion that it says in Pirkei Avod, in Ethics of Our Fathers, be lowly of spirit before every man. And immediately, Lesson Santanya raises a question here, well, are we dealing with lowliness or are we dealing with humility, right? And the reason this question is so important is if we're dealing with humility, so sure, we have to work towards a sense of our place in the universe and our sense of developing that um, feeling that we're not necessarily better than everyone else, we have our place. If we're talking about lowliness, which is what the wording says, the language of shifal ruach, right, shiflut, then we are dealing with a problem, which is, why should I be beating myself down to saying you're a nothing, right? That's what lowliness would be. Your humility is knowing my place. Lowliness has the implication of putting myself as far down as possible. And so some want to suggest that we should understand the statement from Pirkei Avot as, nope, be def deferential to others, right? In other words, treat others like they're more important than you. Not that you're less important, but more important. But the author Rebbe doesn't like that. He actually says, nope, we have to treat ourselves like we are the most worthless of all. And it's interesting because he's really tried to be very careful about taking us down this road of despair. And if we consider the notion of lowliness that he's at least describing in the first words of the chapter, that's a very dangerous place to go. That's actually the polar opposite of how we seem to have been talking about this Benoni all along. But perhaps we have to look at it differently. Um, it's about introspection. The Benoni isn't always in the place of struggle, isn't always working towards the struggle, and um, these lapses are a reminder. When, when the Benoni has lapsed, the individual is being told, remember that on some level, all the lapses will lead you down this path, as opposed to saying you really are this path, be, you have to conduct yourself as if you could walk down this path. Um, so how does this work? So he continues, right? So a person should be very careful on how to judge somebody else. Don't judge somebody else unless you stood in their place. What is this place? The place is literally where the problem started, right? You you have, if, unless you're literally in that spot, how could you understand the temptation, the challenge. Um, and it might just be a physical place, it could be a spiritual place. 
Okay. And so he goes on. A person who goes out but little in the marketplace and most of the day he's at home rather than out should encounter less temptation. Um, and it may be that he, that nevertheless, the struggle is still there. Because clearly the evil impulse is not the same in everyone. One person's nature being more passionate as, uh, as we have discussed, right? So everybody is working on their level. And this is one of those elements where the Alter Rebbe is going through the conversation of each individual has to see this book in, through their own eyes or a reminder that everybody is working step by step in their own, within their own place, right? Don't judge your place by somebody else's yet. Be mindful that you may very well be down further down, right? Okay, so continues talking about the struggle. So ultimately, all of this is to get us to the place where we have to struggle to break our evil nature, which burns like a fiery flame. Um, and a person should be examining their actions at all times. Are you serving God properly? How are you serving God? And understanding, like, all of this is to turn is the, there to turn away from evil. Um, and at the same time, we have to work towards doing good. Devotion, kavanah pouring out our soul before God. And who's pouring out their soul? Not the person who is already on a high level, but it's the person who is in the depths of despair is hopefully going to be pouring out their soul to God. And it's almost taking the opposite approach of what we would expect, which is if you put yourself in that lowest of positions, you're going to not be comparing yourself to any of us, but realizing how much work you have to do to get back up. And so you have to work that much harder. So if you can get yourself to the place where you're realize how much work you have that might jog you enough to bring you forward. Um, okay. And so he goes on that we have to write again, work really hard, the exertion in prayer. There's a lot of focus here on prayer. It's not even study. It's prayer because prayer is the right. The ultimate of building this relationship. Okay. Going forward, anyone who has not attained the standard of waging such a strenuous war against his body, right? This is really the fight between body and soul, has not yet measured up to the quality and dimension of the war against the evil nature, so that it be humbled and broken. So, covenant prayer, in blessings, in what we say before we eat, after we eat, before we do a mitzvah, whenever we do a mitzvah, study, and then he goes back into study, studying more beyond what you are accustomed to, right? Take the fight back, put extra effort, diligence, care, concern. Don't give up. Don't go the other way. Don't presume that if I back off of it, it's going to get better. It's going to get worse. Um, and all this is because very easily behind the Benoni, we've seen this overall, one false move and you can start down that wrong path. So there's always this need for diligence. So what difference is there between turning away from doing evil and doing good with regards to seeing oneself as the lowest of the low? Right? How do you do this? So both are commandments of God and then in all er in all aspects of our commandment being commanded by God, um, if we're not doing right, or if we're not pushing hard enough, then 
we the struggle will continue. Okay. Let me read a little more of his language. Even in the category of turn away from evil, every thinking man can discover within himself that he does not turn completely and totally away from evil. So, for example, I'm speaking middle of pleasant gossip. I should realize that I'm doing this and I should stop. Right? I should always be... Right? So, even if I'm in the process of doing something wrong, I should be careful to pivot at any point. I should be able to pivot as soon as possible once I realize that there's a problem. Um, I should be able to immediately resist. So, okay. I, I want to pause for a second. I want to point out that I, as I, I remember when I was reading this, reviewing this chapter for the first time, I realized that this chapter is actually quite challenging, at least for me. I, I was having struggling to, to try to understand it. And so even you can hear in the hesitancy here, um, some of the, the challenges which is why I've been reliant a little bit more on his words in this chapter as well. In truth, if he is a scholar and upholds God's Torah and wishes to be close to God, his sin is unbearably great and his guilt is increased manifold. And so that the guilt of the Kal Shevachal, right, so this lowest of the low, the most worthless of, um, it's far greater than the lowest of the low. And so on some level, the, 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 the Benoni, his entire mindset, right, contrived mindset is if I see myself in such a low state, all should ultimately come to be better. Now, I'm going to try to summarize it in my own words, because as I just said a moment ago, th this chapter was difficult. I think where the Alter Rebbe is going here is suggesting that there are time, there's a time and place where the reflection and the introspection requires of us to take the stance, the contrived stance of our lack of deserving, right? So if we don't do, or if we are in this place, the way to break is saying, because I'm in such a place, I must be lower than. And if I say that I must be lower than, I might very well be able to break that trend and start the journey back upward, if you will. And so for this chapter, it's an additional approach. We're seeing an additional approach to dealing with the dulling of the heart. We saw in chapter 29 a couple of other methodologies, right, with regards to um, the introspections, what are our dreams, what is our taking stock of who we are, the spiritual accounting that we need to do, um, the understanding that we have to, that while we have to do that, we also have to not give in to the lack of fight. We have to fight. And now he's telling us in the way that we have to fight, which is we perhaps have to fight using its own tactics back at it. It's actually like the underhanded version, right? In other words, if I take the tactic of, well, you, you want me to feel this way, so I'm going to stew and I'm going to dwell in it, then perhaps I can actually find the growth overall once I can get myself past that point. It's not, I would actually warn that it's not a easy methodology, that in fact it's probably, I mean, Clearly, it's a dangerous methodology, as he even points out, one shouldn't see themselves this way. Um, but we, and we also know psychologically it can be a very challenging methodology to sit in that. And yet, if we even think about our own actions, or if I think about my own sometimes approaches to things, sometimes it's better to, to sit in that place of, I guess, inadequacy. Not so much to live in that inadequacy, but to sit there and be deliberate in grappling with that inadequacy and hopefully 
be able to grapple with it in a productive, constructive manner that we can then put that aside when we finally come back out of it. Um, and I think that might very well be the message of chapter 30 in the Tanya, at least as I'm understanding it. Um, so with that, I want to wish you all a good day, and uh, we will continue tomorrow with chapter 31.